0: yeah your boy's here let's go
1: so I'm the only I'm the only one rolling this is, this is what I'm getting at he's, he's rolling for hit points man I got here just in time to find out that Harlan really is still a sucker listen I, when I came in here I was going to take the average right but then I'm like, it's a game. Why not? Why not just go big or go home? Why are we, why, why are we, why are we playing around with this fake money? It's fake money. It's Monopoly money. You know what? Let's do it. I'm
0: inspired. I already did. Took the average. Can I roll anyway? I'll like fully adjust it.
1: Yeah, that's fine. There he is. I'm rolling one d8 right now. Suck it, Trebek. <laughs> Rest in peace six i won <laughs> suck it jerks take you back I, that one was for my haters haters is spelled J-A-M-I.
0: Wow! wow. <laughs> all right so here we go i'm rolling a d6 oh. rolling a d6
1: hope you get six man because they they hate us they hate us you're gonna get a six
0: wait so so you're committing
2: to taking the results of this no matter what yeah yeah i am that's the only way to do it fair.
0: Like, that's the only way to do yeah. it fair. He's yeah. a champion. Okay. No. He's a champion. Oh, man. Y- you're a winner. Uh, ah! <laughs> oh, it's a one! Oh! 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 Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
3: oh!
1: No! You have enough conviction in your heart like I did. You was hesitant. You have to be 100% into this. You're the wizard. You need all the hit
4: points you can get. Oh,
3: God.
0: <laughs> that's that's what I get. That is what you get. That's, that's what I get. I knew better, and yet here we are. You got totted is I- what you got. <laughs> mm-hmm. He lacked <laughs> conviction. He lacked <laughs> conviction. I absolutely got totted. <laughs> don't, don't, don't you not get totted.
5: Yeah, no, you, you straight up got totted.
0: <laughs> that's what we're going to start calling when anybody rolls in that one. Just, oh, I rolled a tide. I don't know why that would
5: be me- on me, first of
2: all. It was the stairs. You'll forever live in infamy for missing those stairs.
5: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Getting totted is not rolling a one. It's failing spectacularly yes. at a dumbass plan. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Gimme the Loot Podcast, the Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition actual play podcast. It is really, really glad its cast members back up their own recordings individually. My name's Turner. I'll be your Dungeon Master and voice of pre-show announcements, at least until I collapse from exhaustion from re-editing the same episode again. Hey, so episode 16. First off, gang, sorry for the delayed release. There were some technical issues, which caused a few corrupted files, which caused us to go back to some backups, which caused us to have to redo some edits, which pushed this release out a day or two. We appreciate you hanging in there with us. Also, unfortunately, due to the additional edit cycle... What I had hoped to be kind of a super-sized episode to wrap up the Hex and the Sagacity arc will, in fact, be a normal-sized episode plus a epilogue, which will either release later this week, but more than likely Monday of next week. So once again, we appreciate your patience and we apologize for any inconvenience. But hey, if you're a new listener, at least I can completely, with 100% confidence, say that is the first time that that happened, and can be totally confident that that will never ever happen again because those predictions. Never come back to bite me in the ass. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. You probably already know I'm lying new or old, we'd love to hear from you. Reach out to us on social at GMDLCast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, but mostly Twitter. Speaking of feedback, we'd love it if you could take a moment and head over to whichever podcast platform provides you with your entertainment. Rate, review, subscribe. That effort really does make a huge difference in our visibility to new podcast listeners, and we appreciate the help. And while you're being a healthy helperton, head over to patreon.com forward slash GMDLCast to check out all the cool stuff you can get from supporting the show, from bonus podcasts to bonus video content to bonus world building. Just posted our revised bonus content release schedule. That'll be starting May 1st. So it's a great time to jump in and give your support. But if you can't help out financially, you can still give the party of five a boost. Tell some people, friends, family, coworkers, Twitter followers, that word of mouth makes a huge difference in helping us grow. And sincerely, I do want to take a second here, not only to thank our patrons who have been fantastic jumping on board and helping support, But the significant signal boost we've gotten as of late on social media recently, thank you both those of you who enjoy the show enough to invest in it and help us make the show better for you. And those of you who think that we're doing something a little different and want to let everybody know about it. We sincerely appreciate it. So announcements for this week. Monday, May 3rd, I'll be participating in a charity event for Jasper's Game Day, a fantastic organization which helps support suicide awareness. I'll be part of a stream with Adam Bradford, Tony Winslow Brill, the legendary Gail Simone, and Christina Ariel. Some fantastic people that I am so excited to get to sit down and play with for a great cause. And quite frankly, I'm a little nervous about. I do have another stream coming up later in the month to support another charity, and we'll do a separate announcement for that when it's right around the corner. So, if you've got a minute, check out Jasper's Game Day. If you've got the ability to support, please do what you can. Again, if you can't support right now, I certainly understand, but if you can help spread the word about this organization and the fantastic work that they do, believe me, the world would be better for it. As always, you can check out Harlan when he pops in on the pop-up film cast, and Jamie on the Three Angry Gamers podcast. Jazz has been killing it on social media lately. All those links will be in the show notes below. Just a reminder, Gimme the Loot is not a family-friendly show. Due to a combination of fantasy violence, crude humor, and a little gore, any specific content warnings will be placed in the show notes below. Okay, that's it for this intro. Once again, thank you for your patience on the episode this week. Be seeing you shortly, and I hope you enjoy the show. And we're back with the cast.
1: Yes, this is Holland playing Todd the
2: Tiefland, your favorite bounty
1: hunter's favorite bounty hunter.
2: This is uh Andrew playing
3: Boyle Mossberg, I'm a cleric.
2: <laughs> this is uh Jamie playing Eldrin, the wood elf ranger who is the pro with the longbow. Uh you can also find me on the 3 Angry Gamers podcast.
0: This is Jazz playing Fate, the student
4: debt wizard. And Anthony playing Babatunde the barbarian.
5: All right guys, so where we left off, you had ventured to the Fields of Madness. To deliver a package for Ognum the Sage, decided that fire was yeah. the best medicine for the mystical traps. Managed to make it a good 15, 20 feet in before you almost blew yourself up and then managed to get up the beanstalk, drop off the package to the storm giant, record the prank that Ognum played on her, came back downstairs, at which point Todd heard a calling from a magical sword trapped in a tower, which he proceeded to rescue after a few athletic checks. Fate set himself on fire. Again. Again. Fate was healed back from the brink by a moyle, and then on his way out, Fate made several unsuccessful attempts to scale a cursed totem pole to retrieve a magical staff. Yes, it was magical. Yes, it was awesome. But he failed and they finally left going home for the day having completed their task and weary by it. So you guys are on the road back to Taliesin in your borrowed cart. Who's driving the cart?
3: Not Pete. I'll drive it. Wait, can I drive? Oh, wait, no, that's a bad idea. No, we don't let, we don't, we don't let the, the... DUI, driving under the influence of magic.
0: Yeah.
1: We don't let the guy, yeah, we don't let that guy go. We don't let that guy drive. He's usually always under the influence of some kind of... Uh, Intoxicant, yeah.
3: That is very true. <laughs> so then I guess I'll, I'll drive. I'll uh, I'll be in the back with Fate, uh, smoking a stogie. <laughs> And uh, talking up a storm, and he can't do nothing about
1: it. <laughs> he can't sleep. I, I, I think he. I think he can't sleep if he doesn't like what you're doing. <laughs> he can't cast anything. He can't move. What? What are you talking about? Why would you? Why would you think fate cast sleep on people? That's. I believe I've 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 had sleep cast on me, but <laughs> what? No. Yeah, yeah. I'm putting two and two together, and it's
0: coming up sleep huh that's weird i think you were just tired yeah. dude you had done a lot of wall climbing and stuff that day remember <laughs> you were pretty tired to be fair and you had done a bunch of running remember you had to prove how fast you were No, no. you were just exhausted and passed out clearly no, i
1: don't I, I i don't think so
0: i don't <laughs> think so so todd's outside the cabin oh hold on i feel like i should be able to roll uh deception on that <laughs> right
1: is it against my deception check or that does my deception know that he's bullshitting
0: yeah it's it's, it's, it's against something on you Oh damn! That was a terrible roll. It was. <laughs> I rolled a five.
5: God damn! It. Yeah, go ahead and do an insight check, Todd, to see if you can.
0: Ah, you still beat me.
5: Yeah, yeah. So, Todd, Todd, your 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 bullshit sense tingles a little bit. That <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, whose chair is that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know whose chair that is. It sounds horrible. <laughs>
2: it's a rocking chair of some sort.
5: Oh my god. <laughs> I appreciate the fucking Foley work for the creaking of the cartwheels that you guys are in, but that is some hard fucking core creaking. You guys don't like my chair?
3: (laughs) Jesus. So I, uh, I got a story. So, uh, well, this chair is super old. It was pretty much broken when I picked up from home. Really? (laughs) So I go to, um, Office Depot, I get a good deal. I find a chair. I'm like, Oh, this is really comfortable, fairly ergonomic. And then it's, uh, it's on back order, but they're like, Oh, guess what? The warranty went through. I'm like, what This that doesn't help me at all. You can't give me a warranty and no chair. You're gonna warrant a chair? A oh, no chair? I need the chair. So I gotta I gotta hassle with them. Successfully saved eight bucks. Still waiting on the chair. The chair is heavily back Might not be here till the summer. Hey everybody.
5: Welcome to Gimme the Seat, your <laughs> office furniture supply chain forecast and podcast. Oh where we left off, but
3: don't worry, you will get to continue hearing the uh, the chair. I think I think that's
5: the problem. I don't think we want to hear it.
3: I think the chair, the chair is the sixth. The chair is the sixth player.
5: All right, moving on. You guys are in the cart riding back. Todd is driving. Who's riding shotgun with Todd? We know Moyle and Fate are in the... Uh,
2: are we in the... Is, is it an enclosed cart? I can't remember. No, it's like, a, it's uh, like an open
5: wagon. Like I think... Uh, okay. Like a Conestoga wagon without the uh, little hoop covering part on it. So it's like a big open flatbed wagon. Two-seater up at the front. Big enough platform in the back for you guys to sit... In the back, it's not a carriage. Okay, so is, so is magic is driving this thing like a car. No, there are two horses. You guys had we got pla- we got planes and everything. I assumed this was a magical horse.
3: Blimps, <laughs> glimpse.
5: Oh, there is magical carts. You, he, Ogden wasn't gonna loan you fuckers his magical cart. <laughs> he gave you the one that they used to bum around and go buy groceries with and shit. Oh, goddamn,
4: Ogden.
2: I'll sit up with Todd just so I can make sure he you- doesn't.
5: Bob are you in the back or are
4: you going alongside or it doesn't matter to me Bob, Bob was uh, just upset with this whole ordeal This feels like a waste of it. it was a waste of his time <laughs> <laughs> it was not it, it, he almost he almost died for some shit literally
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey i got I got words for him when we get back it's for a
4: giant shit joke a giant pig <laughs> so I'm just getting I'm just getting in I don't want to drive
5: I't do nothing was it flaming oh it was
4: definitely flaming it's
5: pretty funny I mean its it set itself on fire after you guys activated and ran away <laughs> we established on the trip out here this wasn't a single day's drive in the cart you guys had to stop and uh, camp for the night you guys managed to find a, a reasonably safe campsite off the side of the road after full days of travel post up in the camp kind of drag fate over and set him up in front of the fire but you guys start to notice well, you notice a couple of things as you're kind of coming in Todd give me a wisdom saving throw. Oh, just for driving the car. I rolled a six. Throughout the day, Eldrin, you notice Todd get more and more frustrated at the pace of the cart at times frequently trying to hitch it up and get the horses to go faster, Uh, rumbling along to the point where it's almost starting to get to be a dangerous speed, and then you're able to literally rein him in a little bit by kind of grabbing the reins and and drawing it back. But, Todd, you seem to get frustrated a lot more easily now if things aren't moving at a quick pace. I mean, you're fucking fast. Faster than most of the shit around you. You could run faster than these fucking horses. You could throw a football over those goddamn mountains. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And you you have trouble now dealing with activities that require patience. Eldrin, as evening approaches and you guys get ready to pull off the road, you, at first you kind of question why you guys are pulling over because it looks completely still bright as day to you. But when you start to question it, the guys inform you that, oh, wait, it is getting nighttime. You just don't see it. Your dark vision at this point has improved to the point where it's it's in color, but it's also always on to the extent of your visual range. At first, that doesn't seem like a big deal, but as you go to settle in to meditate, you realize it's it's hard to settle in. And at some point, you're going to need to blindfold yourself to meditate going forward. And in fact, it may be advantageous over time to wear a blindfold as the, as the day wears on in order to prevent yourself from uh, experiencing that daylight psychosis that people up in Alaska get from time to time. Fate, uh, you're still numb as fuck, but (laughs) throughout the day, there is an itching at the back of your skull as the random thoughts of your party members drift up and bounce off of your psyche. Uh, You find more and more that it's harder for you to not activate your mental bond with the party than it is to activate it. Instead of it being an act of will to turn it on, it's an act of will to keep it off. You do know that there's still limitations to how long it'll be on because you wouldn't, the, the loss, potential loss of sense of self, if you were to activate it full time, would be a problem. But it's something that could affect concentration and under certain circumstances. Moyle, you don't notice anything really throughout the day. Uh, however, Baba, when uh, you guys set up camp for the night, I'm assuming you guys are going with the elf, elf four hour, four hour shifts again.
0: Nope, because one of these elves can't do anything.
5: <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> well, you can. You just kind of, its you're kind of like Woody from Toy Story. You've got, you're, you're not <laughs> paralyzed. You're able to move. You just don't have a sense of touch. So okay. any kind of fine motor control is out of the question.
0: Okay. So I'm going to like post up against a tree and hope nothing sneaks up behind me then. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait so we have the, we have a guy who can't do anything
3: at, wa- at watch or or I can watch you want to take first watch baba or I can watch That sounds so sad. I can watch. Yeah, I'll I'll take first watch.
0: Um, So fate's had a lot of time on his hands to do nothing but think while we've been going. And um, I, I was just wondering, would fate know, you know, like the general amount of like worldly experience a cleric
5: might need to remove a curse? Give me an arcana or religion check. Oh, Nat 20, let's go. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. You uh, would have okay. done a th- sophomore research paper on the relative scale of the access to divine power versus arcane power, mainly to, as a comparative, look between what mages can do and clerics can do as they advance. So...
0: so- Fate's got a pretty good feeling that Moyle should be able to remove this curse from him. Like, he's like 99.9% sure that Moyle should be able to remove this
3: curse from him. Yeah, Moyle could remove the curse. Moyle doesn't yet have remove curse in his spell slot, because he just added motivational speech. <laughs> <laughs> Because he saw a third level spell opening and was like, how do I really get the group behind me? Get motivational speech.
5: Just out of curiosity, uh, (laughs) Moyle, did you also spend one of your slots on memorizing or preparing Revivify?
3: Oh, no. I, I do have an open slot that I could technically put that in because I have those eight extras. Yep. Is there, I have bless. Is there bless your heart?
5: Uh, no. I mean, you can cast (laughs) bless specifically on his heart. It will still affect his whole body. But yes, you could bless his heart if that's the the route that you chose to go.
3: Is it too late? Should I get speak with dead for him?
5: No, he's still okay. He's not dying.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, water walk? Oh, Jesus me up. Okay. yes, Yes, please. No.
0: No, like Moyle, 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 sir. You seem to be a guy who's uh pretty easy to understand their motivations. Y- you are seem to be running low on funds for your boozing and whoring, yes. sir.
3: Talk,
0: keep talking. Um, I would like to be able to move about as normal. Now, I don't know what process you personally would have to go to, to prepare, um, the ability to remove whatever curse is upon me. But if you wouldn't mind going through that and then removing said curse from me, I would more than happily pay you. Can, can, can I get, can, can I get a curse? please? Okay, now,
3: how much, how much are we talking about?
0: For um, me? I mean, I'm pretty sure 20 gold will get you pretty far.
3: Hmm. Make it 50. <sighs> Whoa, whoa, man!
0: Lord, um, I don't know who you think I am, but I don't really have money to just be swinging around like that, dude. Well, it doesn't <laughs> look like you could swing around anything right
5: now Again, uh, just a reminder: you're not you're you're not paralyzed. You can swing your arms around a lot. They just are a little floppy.
0: <laughs> now, so I can swing my arms around. I just can't do anything with my fingers.
5: <laughs> yeah, you just don't have you don't have a sense of touch. Oh, is that right? Yeah.
3: Oh, okay. I thought it was fully, like, fully wet noodle. No, No, he's
5: got no sense of touch, so he can move. It's just, like, his limbs feel like they're asleep, so it just, it's... So
1: standing is horrible, (laughs) yeah.
5: Extremely awkward and uncomfortable. His movement speed is, like, 25%. Any spells with a uh, somatic component aren't going to happen, and any kind of skill check requiring any kind of manual dexterity would be done with severe disadvantage okay
3: well well what about 30 will you do 30 he's in our group you know
2: <laughs> you are playing some hard ball hey he's the <laughs> one offering i'm founder
3: offering i thought we were gonna have a little back and forth a little tit for tat uh, you know meet in the middle all right so then so then 22
5: that fucking fascinating, listening, guys. Okay, let me tell you. No, this isn't fun. Fucking fascinating.
0: <laughs> Tw- twenty-two gold, sir. Uh,
3: all right, twenty-two gold. This
2: is the worst episode of Antique Roadshow. They're
0: fucking
3: scene.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I heard a settle in a, in a cell for twenty-two. Yes. I want to see. I'll, I'm gonna.
3: I'm gonna look at your your monies. You
1: can't check his pockets. <laughs> you can't check his pockets. What? No,
0: you can't just. Just pocket check me. I can me. check his character sheet. <laughs> Thank <you're old> <laughs> you.
3: Roll 20. Give me 24. Make it 24 and we'll have a deal.
1: <laughs> is he robbing a, a <laughs> handicap person? This is ridiculous.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he is. Oh, okay. So what do you call a doctor? <laughs>
5: <coughs> while camp is being prepared, while Todd is whipping up dinner, you notice that your sense of smell is completely gone. And what? My smell is gone. Baba, your sense of smell is gone and your sense of taste is significantly reduced. Moyle, there doesn't appear to be. Any side effect throughout the day? However, who took first watch? Me. Okay. You notice Moyle begins to float while he is asleep. First, it's just a couple of inches. But again, he eventually drifts up to about a foot and a half off the ground and seems to float with the breeze so much so that you go over at one point and have to tether him down like a a stray balloon. So whenever Moyle is incapacitated, whether it's naturally or unnaturally, he will need to be restrained or he will float away. I get higher than most. Exactly. You are high on life and in reality. Now, please, by all means, commence your dithering over removing the curse for your party <laughs> member.
3: Well, he, uh, was, he offered to pay me, so I'm not going to turn it down. All right.
5: No, no, no. You shouldn't. Let's just not spend 45 minutes on haggling gold coin by gold coin, please. Please.
3: Uh, all right. Sold at 24. 24. I will take it.
5: And since you guys are camping, Moyle, you don't have to do anything crazy. You can spend the time, prepare the spell tonight, do the long rest, and then we're just going to reboot that in the morning. So don't worry too much about it fate you are no longer cursed you gained the, f- the feeling back in your limbs a lot
0: of my spells required somatic or whatever Moving my fingers i was scared
5: you guys ride back to town the rest of the trip is largely uneventful until you eventually get back to the residence of ognum the sage you pull the cart back into the garage where it let out and find yourself standing in front of the warehouse double doors we're all there yeah yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. perfect Who's going in first? Uh, I I, lead, I think Baba should go in first. He's the most pissed off about what just happened. Uh, I'm fine with that, but I'm not I'm just
4: pissed. At, I'm not just pissed at him. <laughs> <laughs> whoa! you all wasted my damn time crawling up poles and down holes. Someone sounds salty that they didn't get anything. Whoa, whoa. That sounds, that sounds <laughs> like it <laughs> sounds a little salty because you didn't <laughs> get anything. Trying to set people on fire? <laughs> no, nah, I'm good. He's good now. It's been it's been a minute. i have cool down. Okay. But yeah, yeah I'll, I'll go in first though. Open the door. Uh, you said the double doors. I'll push them open, both open.
5: Yeah, they slide open to the side, like a kind of like a like a farmhouse door. Oh
4: man, I was trying to make a grand entrance. Like a barn style.
5: door. Yeah, yeah, like a kind of those farmhouse rolling doors. And yes, you can you can aggressively roll it open.
4: Yeah. Okay.
5: Ooh. See. See. I'm glad you opened the door because I was definitely gonna try to kick it.
4: <laughs>
1: I was definitely gonna try to kick the door open, which doesn't work on a sliding door. I don't know if you knew that. Right. <laughs> Todd sees said the door slides open and goes, "Ooh, good idea." I didn't kick
0: it.
5: <laughs> oh. Wait. 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 Give me a perception check, Todd. Let's see if you did see that. <laughs>
4: Twenty-two.
5: <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll give it to you. You don't make an ass of yourself this time.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, I aggressively open, slide open each door individually. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> the, the one on the right kind of sticks a little bit you gotta kind of you know it's one of those where it pops off track and then you gotta stop and huff and lift it back up on the track and then roll it the rest of the way aggressively it's a whole thing you hear a voice from the back of the warehouse kind of deep into the mix of kirby-esque galactus tubes towards the back one second i'll be right there stay in the safe zone shut the doors please
0: all right i'll go stand in the safe zone but I don't feel very safe. I also stand. For-
5: Ogman makes his way forward from the back of the warehouse. He appears to be wearing this large billowing suit that encases him from head to toe with like a clear translucent mask over his face. He unzips the middle of it and kind of folds that back and then steps out and then puts his arms back into his crutches and stands in front of you. And he goes, how did it go, gentlemen? Do you do you have the footage of the delivery? That's always very important.
1: Yeah, we got it. I got it. Oh uh, Yes. <laughs>
5: excellent. Excellent. You will just hand over the speaking and seeing stone. All right, Todd hands over the speaking and seeing stone. Fantastic. And you see him slotted into a contraption made of silver and quartz crystal and it projects a stream of light outward up into the air in a rectangular fashion and you see a soundless recreation of the events outside the the Cloud Giant's castle. Ognomus is just nodding the entire time, and you hear him mutter to himself, "That'll show that bitch to question my theories on quantum interdimensional dynamics." <laughs> 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 Fucking Karen. So he turns back around to you. Excellent, gentleman. I could not have asked for a better performance. Uh, I, I that is uh, that's a little bit of a, a rough hike. Is everyone okay? Did anyone suffer any serious injury? Uh, um. Mm. Yeah,
3: well, we uh, we made it back in one piece. Fate looks away. No,
0: no, no, we're fine. We're all good. Yeah.
5: It was cake. Oh, good, because I was going to offer to give you some free healing magic. But if you're all good, then I'm just going to move oh. on from this then. Excellent. Uh, so wh- Wait, no, wait, no?
0: wait. All right, we're lying. I lied. I lied. I, I almost died. Why don't
1: you just give us the free healing magic? Why do we have to be hurt to get it? Chances are we'll need it eventually.
5: What's a, it's not a it's not a grab and go kind of situation, Todd. It's uh, you. I cast a I use a wand on you actually, and it heals you up. Oh, but uh, does
1: oh well, no, we're good. Never mind.
5: You know, guys, <laughs> this is this is the beginning of a, a very long. I hope to be a long standing relationship. If if you all to, are to survive, let's not bullshit me on the fact that Fate nearly got burned alive.
2: Yeah, he definitely did.
5: Let's just assume that I can see the really shadowed look in his eye that says, I have set myself on fire at least once in the last 48 hours. And uh, just be straight with me. I'm not, you don't need to be embarrassed. So... Uh, Okay, excellent, gentlemen. So here's what here's where we're at. I the originally we did the experiment. I bombarded the five of you with extra dimensional energy, which uh, knocked you out, uh, allowed me to collect a phenomenal amount of data, but also had the unfortunate side effect of summoning uh, the. goo beast, uh, which appeared to be the five of you mashed together in a horrible amalgamation uh, that fed on your psychic pain. So I'm assuming we want to avoid that again. Um, So I've begun the construction of uh, these five uh, enclosures. And what what we'll do is it will have each of you step into the enclosures, uh, and then I will shoot uh, the same beam of energy Uh, but refract it through a prism so it hits you individually and then works off the lattice work of the enclosures. And that should allow me then to extract the remainder of the information I need to pinpoint what hopefully will be a stabilizing reagent for each of you to prevent you being crushed together. Uh, So I've got a plan, but it's it's going to take me another 24 hours or so to finish construction. So is there uh, anything that you have to do around the city.
0: As a matter of fact, there are a few things I'd like to do around the city. Um, we ran into a gentleman not too long ago that uh, said he might be able to sell me some spells. If, and I think we came back and talked to you about it, that you would sponsor us in that regard. I'm going to go back and check out his collection some more, unless you've got a recommendation for someone
5: else. Well, good point, Fate. So uh, he, he goes uh, to a little, uh, like, almost like it looks like a recipe card box, and he folds it open and he pulls out five lacquered wooden cards, which have an etching of your face on them with some additional silver scroll work. I mean, it has your name, your general profession, and an address listed that appears to be his address, but it's got a B next to it. So the main residence is the, the, the address. The warehouse is location A. And I, I put you guys down staying in location B. And I'll explain that later on. Too. We're just going to get into that right now. But uh, these are your uh, your residence cards. You guys are officially now members uh, or residents of Taliesin, which will give you full rights to any amenities with, within the city. But, you know, Uh, Fate, uh, have you registered at any of the mages' towers in the city? I have not. Taliesin, as the uh, center of all adventuring uh, in the continent, houses the the largest and most distinguished uh, uh, guilds there is the, the Enclave of the Towers uh, over in the Arcane District. Uh, what flavor of magic do you particularly specialize uh, in?
0: E- evocation. And, uh, oh, and a, okay. a dabble a bit in uh, divination, but mostly d- evocation.
5: Okay, yeah. so you'd want to go to the, uh, the Evoker's Tower and uh, declare yourself as being Intaglius, and, and that, will, that will give you access to, to their services as well. And they'll have a, a basic repertoire of spells available for you You'll certainly find a more diverse and unique set of spells out in the uh, in the arcane uh, marketplace, but a lot of times those deals get a little bit dicey. Not a lot of the commerce that occurs in the Arcane district is paid for with gold. Um, there's a lot of firstborn child and baby's breath shit that goes on down there, and I just I don't know if I'd recommend you going huh. at least until you get the lay of the land.
3: Okay, noted.
5: And I just, again, this, this procedure that we're going to do later will be very taxing. So I just want to make sure everyone is, everyone is healthy and hale. We're good. Nobody needs to be healed up.
1: Well, well you could just throw a heal this way just in case. Just in case. <laughs> a little extra heal. It
2: never hurt nobody. Wasting magical energy.
0: Um yeah actually um yeah Fate could use the healing for sure.
5: He pulls out a wand. He goes now this this one's a new version so this may feel a little weird. And he uh, points it at you and it sprays out a glob of this mukish green goop what? that encases fate from head to toe. But, I mean, it feels incredible. While you're in it, you can feel your wounds, the residual burns from your arcane explosions start to heal. Any open cuts you had close up. And then the goop withdraws. or the majority of the goop withdraws back into the wand. You are very much still slimed from the experience. And he goes, oh! Well, that uh, still haven't worked that bit out. Well, I, you know, that will drive on its own in about 45 minutes. It will leave you smelling slightly of what I have heard described as mentholated ass. So you might want to <laughs> might want to get that washed off. Uh, does anybody else need anything otherwise? Or, or does anybody else need directions to someone within the city? I need a smith. Oh, there's there's a number of smiths down in the Marshall District. Uh, that's, uh, that's actually just if you just go out there. Some of them specialize in different things. Is there anything in particular that you're looking for? I have this
4: axe, and I prefer to be a yekiller.
5: Oh, oh, you, you need exotic something, an exotic weapon forged. Um, yes. Well, uh, well, okay. Um. This is going to sound awkward. Um, you need to you need to go see the Acetar. What? The Acetar. He is the premier smith who deals in exotic weapons from other lands. He's from he's from another region. Um, he has a little bit of a unique physiology. Uh, it's not something a lot of people are used to seeing. So, he, g- g- Terribly great fellow, though. Um, yeah, so and, and he is actually uh, right on the edge of the Arcane District uh, and the Marshall District. Um, he can be a little bit touchy about the name, though, so be respectful.
0: Do we have an actual name for him or is he just called the Acetar?
5: Well, that's, I referred to him as the Assetar. I'm a wizard, Fate. I don't buy a bunch of exotic weapons. I just have always referred to him as the Assetar. Okay. And, always oh, tired of being made for, oh, the <laughs> oh. Uh You'd have to really talk to him about it. Noted. Just don't, uh, you know, don't don't make fun of him if you want a good deal. As I, I think, I, I mean, no, who negotiates from a position of belligerence? Am I right? <laughs> that's how I kind of got, I got by. Yeah, that makes sense, Todd.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is that's that is one of my prime negotiating tactics.
5: Todd, I I know you uh, are bound to these gentlemen by by chance and accident, and it's not your first choice, but. I am glad you found someone to um support your needs uh because I don't know how long you would make it on your own
1: oh no i'm um, I'm very skilled and i was going i was gonna ask is there anywhere in here where
5: uh somebody can make a quick buck dice game or uh, there are there are a number of gambling houses on the on the floating aisle yes if you yeah if you can get up to the island that floats over the southern sector of the city um, it is prime that's where you'll find most of your gaming houses houses of ill repute as they say uh, a, the a different uh, level of bars you got to get high to get by as they say uh, for the for the floating aisle so you just you just got to get up there I don't you know I might have an experimental flying mechanism if you would want to try that out. I have only done a little, and you see him kind of duck. Does it involve me getting splooged on and smelling like, uh, what was it, mental ass? (laughs) Oh well, no, no, the, the, um, it has the ability for, yeah, to, to, uh, and he, he's still kind of digging around a little bit. And he pulls out what looks like a cloth backpack, a single flap over the top. He goes, now this in here are uh, a pair of wings um, that will pop out and allow you to, uh, ca- to fly hopefully um, and uh, it, it will allow you to carry anyone holding on to your feet now they're not very fast and uh, they your, your people you're carrying uh, have to hold on to your feet so it looks a little strange when you when you get going, and they don't always work 100 percent of the time, which is not a huge issue if that happens while you're taking off. But if something happens in mid-flight, it can be a little bit dodgy. But I'm I'm happy to let you beta test it if you would like.
1: How high is this sky place?
5: If failure was to occur, <laughs> oh, you would die. Oh, you would absolutely die. Okay, you could. I mean, you could go uh, potentially try and and find uh, someone uh, in the arcane district to cast fly on you and, and get you up there. But I mean, again, a lot of a lot of times. Uh, especially in the bazaar that would sell that kind of stuff. It very rarely is gold exchange. There's usually something else that has to happen. All right. Thank you for that advice. Uh, uh, Do you want the backpack? I mean, it, again, it, it works most of the time. I'll take the backpack. I'm, I, can I keep it if, even if I don't go? Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. You can. All right. Now, I, I, I will say it's a bitch to get those things back in there. So uh, make, I, mean, I wouldn't just, just pop them out on, on your own uh, until you're ready to use them. All right, I'll take a backpack of flying. I uh, I'm looking for a tailor. Uh for just uh, j- uh, anything uh, fancy or uh, clothing, or are you looking for an armor? I
3: was thinking uh, I just got twenty gold and might like, want a new top hat.
5: Oh, you're so you're looking for a haberdasher, not. Just a uh, a tailor? Yes, um, I actually.
3: Well, maybe like a one-stop shop that can do it all. Oh, well,
5: if you if you want if you want to skimp on the center, that's fine. Um, yeah, if you go uh, over to the mercantile uh, hub, which is kind of towards the center of the city, you can find any number of tailors, uh, or, or haberdashers, or cobblers, or uh, leather workers, or other clothing art weavers, loomers, boomers, uh, whatever you might need. Very good. Is there anything else, gentlemen? Oh, one last thing.
0: I'm looking, I'll need to uh, get a message to someone back in home. Is there a courier somewhere in town?
5: Is it something that you want read? Because we can always send it through the Mercantile Guild, but I am 90% sure all of those messages are scanned for marketing purposes. Uh, If you want something a little bit more private, then yes, you you could hire a runner.
0: Uh, Then, yeah, I'll be looking for a runner.
5: Oh, okay. Then uh, he gives you directions to a a shop down at the Trade Hub. Noted. Cool. Anybody got anything else? Are we going to the Acetars? Acetar it is. (laughs) As you guys head off through town, you're all going, you're you're all sticking together, I take it. Yeah.
0: I got to see what this Acetar thing is about. I might not say, but I I just need to know.
5: Okay. You guys head over to the Marshall District, which is southwest of Ognum's residence, weaving your way through the streets. The Marshall District is a. Little bit more organized than the the main thoroughfares that you guys have frequented at this point. You know, previously you guys had come in on the roads which lead through the cardinal point gates, and those do very much seem like they are not touristy oriented because not a, no tourists are really allowed in, but more organized to kind of casual use. That's where you have a lot of a lot of simple saloons or kind of curio shops, and stuff that catches the adventurer's eyes as they come back through the city back to their primary section. The Marshall District does seem like it was laid out in a military fashion. The streets lie in a grid in between the subsection walls, which portion it off, and you are able to find your way to the Asatar's residence with relative ease. It is a modest-sized smithy with a storefront that has a sign on the front that says if during daylight hours come around to the back and from the rear you can hear the familiar sound of steel being hammered against an anvil.
4: Uh, so I'll head around back.
5: You round the corner and there hunched over a anvil is a you know at first your first reaction is okay oh, wait, wait, is that a that's a minotaur based off of the build and the breadth of shoulders and the, the preponderance of body hair and the clock <laughs> of pose but then you other details start to click in it's not it, there's no horns and wait it's there's a this guy's got a long more of a kind of a longer bushy not a bushy tail but horse horse well, this guy's got a horse head instead of a bull's head it is a man broad-shouldered strong of arm with a horse's head and kind of upper shoulders and then Hooves down at his feet and he is hammering away uh, pounding a bar stock into the shape of a short sword
4: excuse me are you the are you the
5: yes my name is <laughs> is john but uh, you, you could have led with that uh, but yeah it's just I, i'm the blacksmith who runs the shop
4: i wasn't i wasn't given your name mr Astata.
5: well you know not a, you still ask for uh, it i mean you know I, like I, for example hi how are you my name's john what's your name
4: oh i i am baba baba tunde
5: hi baba it's a it's a pleasure to meet you baba tunde welcome to our lands Mm -hmm. I, i see you are uh up from sama and judging by uh the signet ring you wear on your neck you you're perhaps on sabbatical
4: ah you're very well versed
5: i am yes i i have traveled quite a bit in my days they're not many of my kind, but, uh, we, uh, we, we have a certain wanderlust before we eventually settle in. And, uh, that's where I plied my trade and learned to, uh, learned the, the smithing, the art of the smithing from the dwarves in the, uh, Iron Congress up north. And I've, I've, you know, taken to specializing in exotic weapons. There's, you know, anyone can, can create, well, not anyone can create a, masterworks, longsword, but there are a number of smiths in town who are able to do masterpieces for the weapons that most people are used to. But I am proud of the fact that I am the only one in town who is able to perform it on the more exotic weapons. What, what can I do for you, sir?
4: So I have, and as I'm speaking, I reached and grabbed the, the great axe that we got. I said, I have this beautiful dwarven steel that it, it's just, it's not, it's not my combat style. I would prefer it to be, and then I show him my normal weapon, uh, something more like my yikula, my, my, my go-to.
5: Ah, I I understand completely. He hefts the great axe in one hand easily and examines the length of the blade. And he goes, Ah, you know, I see your I see your mistake. This. this isn't actually dwarven work. There is elements of dwarven hardening techniques, but this is actually Amsonian military register from what I would imagine would be one of their bugbear special ops teams. This is an excellent piece. I I, I would. I not want to reforge it because, quite frankly, I don't like to destroy something this well-made, but I would be happy to take it in trade to forge you a, a Yikula worthy of its match.
4: That I'll take. That would be great.
5: Fantastic. I'll get started on the piece. Can I take your weapon that you have now? I'll, I'll need to use it to cast the mold and uh, to make sure that it matches the, the measurements that you're used to exactly. Absolutely. Here you go. Fantastic. Is there anything else I can do for you, gentlemen? Uh, about how long About how long do we expect? I... Un- until the next time you leave the city on an adventure. Okay. Exactly until the next episode. Good Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm planning to do, you know, the common yikila is a, is a... It's not a spear. A lot of people say, oh, it's just a different kind of spear, but there's so much more to it than that. Absolutely. The heft and the weight of the balance, and the, it's a completely different fighting style. Exactly. And I am actually going to... I'm working on a, a, a new alloy called aluminium. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a aluminium fusion with steel uh, and maybe mix in a little bit of mithril as a cast. So it will be one solid piece of metal, but as light and as versatile as your, your, your stone and wood weapon that you find, but it would be solid, solid uh, metal. This sounds wonderful. Honed to a razor edge uh, and as light as a feather.
4: I appreciate it. I'm done with him. I walk off to go get somewhere to drink.
5: Well, so I have to, I have a question. Can I do something for you, Tiefling? Yes, yes. What can I, what can I do for you, sir? My last adventure, I picked up this... Uh... Hi, my name is John. What's your name? I'm Todd. I thought you were going to start in with the, the Asatar thing, so I decided that I I'd head it off at the pass.
1: No, no, that's old hat at this time. I could, I can could see you pretty was upset about that. Uh,
5: <laughs> but... Uh... Well, no, Do you know what it is? Look, I thank you for asking. Do you know what it is? It's the... <laughs> (laughs) People fucking, look, for example, why are they called minotaurs? They're not called cowatars, right? Do you know why they're called minotaurs? No. Because they are originally come from the island of Minos, Minotars. Oh. My people come from the island of Asatigue, which they, people shortened to Acetars, which, and, you know, when we didn't even realize. We, we fucking didn't speak common at first. It took us a little while to learn, and then it became a whole thing. And at that point, why would we bother changing it? It's just, it never stops with people sometimes. Todd, is it you say?
1: So you're not a donkey? You are a horse? That threw me off. Oh Wow.
5: Get the fuck out of my shop right now.
1: Oh, no. I just
5: asked the question. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> He's <just> pointing out, <laughs> <laughs> and stonely staring at you with the glower of an angry horseman.
4: That's, that's our job. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. uh, <laughs>
1: As I walk out of the store, I go, "Um,
5: man, Bob, are you glad I'm glad you went first? (laughs) Is there anyone else who needs any metalworking done, but not that guy? (laughs) Well, do you make um, armor? I, I can. I, I tend to favor more exotic and strange pieces uh, for example like I do a lot of work for people who like to do participate in some of the the fighting pits in the Marshall City and a lot of them like the uh, like to do a cestus or a shoulder piece uh, or, or different types of uh, different types of shields or are uh, embossing I can do I can do a lot of different things what why don't you tell me what you need and we'll see if we can work something out well do you do card pieces <laughs> Yeah, I can. I can do you a cod piece. Are you looking? He kind of looks you up and down, and he goes, "Are you looking for something form-fitting, or?" Uh?
3: I'm looking for something that
5: uh, looks imposing. So, like a like a big a big cod piece. Yeah. So, do you want it like a horned, like like it scoops outward and forward? Do you want an upward angle or down?
3: Oh, a horn! I like that. Is, is the horn <laughs> removable so I could blow it and alert the townspeople?
5: I like the way that you think. See, that's the kind of innovation that not a lot of people bring to my shop. So when he starts sketching, he pulls a like a big piece of craft paper over and starts sketching. And he kind of pulls out like a, a measuring tape and measures some basic dimensions on you, Moyle. And he goes, OK, so we're going to uh, cod piece. And do you want now the horn? Do you want an upward curve or a downward curve? Which do you prefer? Hmm. I want it upward and curved to the left. Upward and to the left. Excellent.
3: Excellent. Excellent. And. Yes. But like a sharp, a sharp upward.
5: Oh, no. Yes. No, I, I, yeah, no. I understood. Like a, like a 15, like a, like almost an 85 degree angle. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Angle.
3: Like it's 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 pointing at me.
5: Yes, yes. Up up towards the sky into victory. Excellent. Yes. Okay. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. It is removable. Never
3: never down removable. in defeat. Removable.
5: Now, do you want it to? Do you want it a screw off or just something that you can kind of yank off? No, a screw off. Screw off. Always oh. a screw off. Screw off. Got it. Got it. Yes. Threaded. Okay. And then, uh, you want it to be able to. Play like a like a like a a a charge into battle like a like what kind of noise are you looking for out of this horn?
3: Well, at first I was thinking you know actual like bone like a sheep.
5: Oh, like a ram's horn. But I
3: see that mostly you work with metals. So what if it was uh, almost Uh, a flute-like or like an ocarina, you know? So maybe there's some holes drilled into the bottom that uh, the viewer can't see and uh, I can play a tune on it,
5: you know? I am generally not a fan of putting extra holes in armor and let me assure you, holes in cod pieces generally, but I mean, look, at your dime. Um, that would provide some extra ventilation down there and probably reduce the swamp ass situation uh, because uh, we're going to need to attach this to a butt plate um, and do some additional cinching. So, yeah, I mean, if that's, if you want an o- ocarina cod piece with, uh, yeah, we can make that happen.
3: Wait, wait, a butt pleat. This sounds
5: like it's getting much heavier than I anticipated. Please do not insult me, fine sir. I'm sorry. I do apologize. I got excited at the prospect of the project. My name is John. How are you? I'm doing well. My name is Moyle. Pleasure now, to meet you, Moro.
3: John, I liked your anecdote about uh, M- Minos. You know, a lot of people think the Minotaur is a bull,
5: but it was a gift from Poseidon. So maybe it was a seal. I'm sorry, who? I'm sorry, I've never heard I've never have never heard of Poseidon. I'm familiar with nine other sea gods in this reality. Poseidon is oh, not one of yes. them. Wow. What can you do? Hey, what do you, what you do? But no, I, I get—I absolutely get where you're coming from. Uh, the when the god Spire, uh graced this world with its uh, uh, the, its powers of evolution, we all sprung forth from different genetic stock in different areas. Uh, some of us grew up with horse heads. Some of us grew up with dragon skin. Um, uh, but I will tell you, none of us—you know—tieflings are a little bit of a stranger situation, and you can tell that one had absolutely no manners. No manners, fucking donkey! I've got a donkey for him. Well,
3: you know, he's our adventuring companion, and I'm stuck to him. The douche.
5: He's a work associate. I get it. There are guys that I have to work with sometimes on projects. That's not my favorite thing. So, Orcarina, codpiece. Is there anything else that you uh, that you wanted? The butt plate. It's not going to be heavy at all. It's just standard armor. You're wearing. I mean, you're wearing a breastplate and chainmail. I mean, you're wearing chainmail pants right now. I mean, that can't be fucking comfortable.
3: Well, you know, it's style is not always comfortable true it's something uh that must be done in order to impress but uh now it comes to the tough part negotiation how much will this set me back
5: Oh, uh, so uh what are we talking about uh, we're just talking about the cod piece right there's no there's no other armor you want modified or done anything I need something a little more complete. So you're looking for a full suit of armor? No, no. Maybe just a new breastplate. Yeah, I can do a breastplate. What do you want with the breastplate? Let's see. So currently, I have a, mm-hmm. a
3: dragon scale, which looks nice. Mm-hmm. But I want something that really sticks out. It mm-hmm. says moil. And a strong... And... You want your name painted on it. I can do that. No, no, no. That's That's too bougie. Something... Maybe to accent my uh, really great features.
5: Yes, yeah, something strong. Do you have diamonds? Uh, I don't keep a bucket of diamonds in my forge, but I can get some. What, so why don't you tell me what you want, and I'll tell you if I can do it and how much it would cost. I want the,
3: the areola
5: area accentuated by my breast. You want diamond nipples? Well, we don't need to be so crazy. just not... I mean, crude, that's what they're called, right? Do you guys call them something else as Dragonborn? Do Dragonborn have nipples? No, we do not have nipples, and that's why oh. I want them on my armor. Fantastic. So I
3: don't appreciate that <laughs> question. question.
5: It's a pretty straightforward question. I mean, there's nothing wrong with putting money on I don't ask you about why you're half donkey, half man. Okay, you know what? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. You too, buddy, with the half donkey bullshit. You're gone. You can kiss your fucking cod. Goodbye. Have a nice day. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: It was going so well for you,
4: <laughs> bro. If you don't make my if you don't make my weapon, I'm gonna whoop y'all's ass. <laughs> oh,
3: God. Well, you also you also gave your weapon away, so you don't even have a weapon uh-huh. to deal with your ass.
5: <laughs> All right, having completed your business in the Marshall oh, District, uh, everybody, give me perception checks real okay. quick.
3: I usually do good on these. Nat, tw- nat 20 twenty for Ooh, me. Nat 20. Moyo's got a nat 20. More
1: than I get on nat 20. What is Moyo Ooh, talking I about? He it's... got a nat 20. <laughs> he did get a nat 20. Well,
2: he got a 20. He got oh, 20. sorry. You got know, a, nat yeah. 20. Seven, I got a nat 20.
3: Eighties. Fate rolled a
5: 15. It's <laughs> so all the same to me. As you guys kind of huddle back up to to head away from the Asatar shop, John shop, kind of down the edge of the way, you can see a short cloaked figure. I mean, at first you're not sure. Is it, is it a halfling? Is it? Is it a, maybe a kid? But it's clearly standing in the middle of the street staring at you lot. And when you turn around and, and notice it, it sees you noticing it and darts off into an alley.
2: The fuck was that? I saw it too. I don't know. Some kind of creepy orphan kid. Mm. Why, why do you
4: assume it was an orphan? We shouldn't go after it, gentlemen. Um, does does Eldrin have his bow?
2: You need the baby to be shot. I can shoot babies. I don't shoot children, though. Only babies.
0: So. Well, hold on. <laughs> hold on. <laughs>
2: Explain the difference. Uh, I mean, babies are evil, incarnate, and children, you know, they're a little less evil. So I'm just fucking with you. It's just it's a fucking kid. Let's go find what it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. okay, just making sure. Um, yeah, but um, I don't want to follow that. I want to avoid it if at all possible. You're
2: not at all curious? What, what?
3: Well, I mean, I was really hoping to get um, some armor and such, and I think Todd was looking for something. Maybe we should find another shop.
2: Yes, I have, I have business to attend to. Do so you think this kid's going to have armor?
3: <laughs> no, I don't. I think we should go somewhere else. Oh, oh you say you don't? Oh, okay. Uh, I, I think that kid's a waste of time. Also, the last thing I was curious
0: about nearly killed me. So, would rather not. Nope. I'm going. <laughs> I'm
1: going. I'm going. Todd's following the child to see what's going on. Oh,
0: Damn it. <laughs> boy.
5: Todd, you make your way over to the alleyway where it ducked into, and uh, you want to give me an investigation check real quick? Yes. On the investigation roll, I
1: rolled a... 12.
5: You managed to find a dumpster, what appears to be a recycling bin, another dumpster, what looks like some old newspaper wadded up against the side of the dumpster that perhaps blew into the alley dramatically as you walked in, as if it was a urban tumbleweed. And that is all. No trace or track of anyone that you can tell can i look into the recycle bin you absolutely can you see a pile of metal and glass and metal and glass there are some discarded tin cans some discarded fragments of armor some paper some scrolls and they're wadded up but nothing of remotely of value
2: did you ever track
3: any bounties ever (laughs) he didn't he was mostly doing banquets (laughs)
1: <laughs> I'm trying to, I don't have I'm trying to see if I have anything for for track
5: is anybody in the alley with Todd or is he
0: so fate's gonna run up behind him and look around to see if he sees anything like what the hell is I'm trying to figure out what the hell Todd's looking for like what, what are you looking at let's go
1: Y'all, you saw the kid didn't you he went down this alley
0: but, but I'm, I'm looking down the alley now, and I'm going to see if I see anything. And if I don't, we're leaving.
5: So you just think the kid just re- ran out of nowhere? Roll and investigate check. 22. You don't find anything.
0: And while Todd is in
2: the alley, I pull uh, Moyle aside, and I, I, I say, uh, yeah, we should talk uh, the hangback. Yes, Elton, I agree.
1: All right. So, with the, with the 22, you investigate, you didn't see anything. Where did the kid go? I don't, I don't know. There was a kid, right? I'm not the only one who saw this kid, right?
0: I mean, we all definitely saw something. I don't know if it was a kid or, I don't know, it might have just been a really short halfling. There were some ones here, but they're gone now. They don't want us to, if they wanted us to talk to them, they'd be still in the road and we'd be talking to them. Let's go.
5: Hey, okay. While you guys are in that alley, let's switch over to Moyle and Eldrin.
2: So Eldrin uh, goes to Moyle and, and, and he says, Hey buddy, I noticed you've been kind of off lately. And I think it started back when we were in that checkpoint and you, or you're gone in that King. D- did something happen in there? Like we never really got the full story.
3: Well, I went in with Todd, and I remember we opened Uh the safe, and there was an odor, and I remember a message in a bottle, and then darkness. And then later I woke up, and we were in battle. You you were in battle, and I...
2: And Todd was with you?
3: The whole time? Well, I don't know how long, but I recall it being there. Yes.
5: As you, as you think back, Mo, you remember Todd was the one who actually opened, cracked the lock on the safe and opened it up.
3: Yes, yes. I remember Todd opened the safe, and I got a full view of what was inside, which was some noxious odor. And this bottle with a—it a, must have been the secret formula—
5: Eldrin, give me a medicine check.
3: You saw a noxious odor? (laughs)
4: Yes, it was. No.
5: (laughs) The amount of drugs Moyle does synesthesia would not be a regular occurrence for him. Uh,
2: Medicine check, 19.
5: All right. With With a 19... You've dealt, I mean, you deal with a lot of strange beasts, both natural and unnatural out in the Dak Woods. And there are more than a few that have noxious abilities, which they use to incapacitate their components. So by, you know, as you walk through this conversation with Moelle, you you come pretty... Assured of the fact that Moyle was hit by some kind of anesthesia and anesthes- ana- sleep gas. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cut that out. I can't get fucking anesthetizing out. I'm just going to bail. I'm fucking bailing. I can't get anesthizing out, so I'm bailing sleep gas and knocked unconscious. Huh.
2: So. Why why do you ask Eldrin? Well, I mean, you just been kind of off, and I've been worried about you, and uh I feel like uh I think Todd just left you there, and uh I want to get to the bottom of this, so
3: well, I feel like I've been taking the normal amount of drugs that I usually do. Mm, I wonder maybe those mushrooms,
2: yeah, yeah, you did do those uh to
3: twice to great effect, yes. I did hit my head pretty hard when that odor came in at the Burger King. It could be CTE. I know that's a big issue.
2: That is, that is pretty pretty troubling.
0: <laughs> you just get pronounced right. diagnosed with CTE. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
5: Back to the alley with Fate and Tot.
0: There's nothing here, dude. Let's go. Just
5: come, come on.
1: Come on. Come on, Todd. Hey, this Todd just starts calling out randomly. Hey, <laughs> we saw you in here. Where you at? What do you want? That, that that does nothing. Nothing happens when he calls out. Nope. you don't hear anything.
5: No. Nope. Fate walks away. He leaves Todd there. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Are you guys going to try and find Moil and Armor? No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. No. No. Yeah. He had his chance. He talked himself out of armor. He was about to get a magnificent uh, piece with diamond nipples and he, he he messed that up.
5: Well, if you want to get your diamond nippled breastplate, you can stop in at an armor along the way, give them their specifications and get what you need done. I don't know that we're going to role play a second armor stop. Is there anything else other than the breastplate modification you wanted to get? Uh, no, I, that codpiece <laughs> sounded awesome,
3: though. But it's too bad that that guy is a diva.
5: Had you not called him a mule? And yes, he is a little bit of a diva. <laughs> more than a little bit.
3: Well, he insulted a nippleless clan race of, nippleless race of people.
5: I think he was just curious about the physiology of dragonborns. He may not see a lot of sh- shirtless dragonborns. And I, more than anything, was giving you the opportunity to establish whether or not in this world there is such a thing as dragonborn boobs and milk. <laughs>
3: Well, I asserted <laughs> my dominance over him, <laughs> and I did not like his tone. You showed him. He kicked you the fuck out. Thank you.
5: But more importantly, Andrew has shaped this fantasy world to his will, and from henceforth, there are no dragonborn nipples. But while, but while we're fought, fa- let's get this out of the way. Are there dragonborn boobs, Andrew?
3: Um, on females and fat <laughs> dragonborns.
5: So boobs, yes, just no nipples. But
3: even they, even the female dragonborns, they do not have nipples
5: because we are laid by eggs. Yeah. So no, that would make sense. Again, you're the dragonborn. You you get to tell us what they're like.
4: For future reference, when I go back, I'm not taking any of them with me.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you even needed to tell me that, Mama. I just assumed that.
3: I heard that, and I want
0: my copies. Oh, man.
5: Okay. I, I will say, you do. You are absolutely right. John Deacetar is a bit of a diva, but he clearly respects innovation, and he clearly respects fine craftsmanship and craftsmanship of exotic weapons. So if you brought him a peace offering at some point, he might, he, he might agree to talk to you in the next Downtime episode where you guys find yourself in Taliesin, but you have to perhaps plot a way to earn yourself back into his good graces or you could just get your orcarina codpiece made in another armor i mean it's not going to be as nice i will tell you it won't be as nice it may not summon a boat may not may not let you travel through time some in the wind. So you guys head over to the Arcane District. As you travel out of the Marshall District, you hit one of the main thoroughfares, those conduit roads that run along the compass point, and then cross over into the Arcane District. And whereas the Marshall District was laid out in that military precision like a grid, the Arcane District has no real logic or reason to it. The streets, curve around in kind of a meandering fashion sometimes appearing to just stop and and restart like there's a, there'll be a shop building in the middle of the street that the street passes through underneath like a like one of those old giant redwoods that the road has been cut through except it's a shop and I don't mean like there's like walls framed around it like literally the shop is open on the inside as you walk through it but there seems to be some kind of force holding back the the goods inside from kind of spilling out into the street. Mage towers dot the district you know, haphazardly. like if somebody took just a fistful of, of spears and threw them down into the ground again and again and again. But there is one area where that arrangement of towers seems a little bit more organized, and, and that would be the enclave that Ognum directed you to, Fate. And as you walk up, you can see there is the kind of one kind of short three-story central tower and then surrounded by eight individual towers kind of cycling around it. One apparently dedicated to each school of magic. And you can see they all look rather different. But the central kind of gray one has a sign at the front that says Enclave of Wizardry Entrance.
0: Okay. So, yeah, I guess I'll head to the main Enclave of Wizardry Entrance and see what I can find out.
5: You walk up and the doors slide open as if by magic <laughs> or perhaps by technology. It could go either way and open up into a large kind of circular open area. Like this entire three-story tower is just one giant interior circle. In the center of it is a large circular desk that has a number of different people sitting at it, kind of looking outward, staring blankly. As you kind of look around, you can see row after row of books lining the three-story high bookshelves that encircle the entire entry. Spread throughout the, the area are different couches and armchairs and sofas and floating beanbags and just people fucking floating. It's wizardry, you know. <laughs> and reclining, um, having having coffee as unseen servants bring in beverages to the mages. And this seems a little bit more like a kind of a social relaxation area. Like you look at the tomes on the wall and they all are generally historical or fictional or no, nothing that would be something that you would transcribe a spell from. There are books on magic theory and magic calculation, the history of magic in the region, and a few write-ups on the potential threats of devastation Divine magic, and just every possible subject that you can imagine. But again, generally mundane informational books. And then there is that circular desk, which appears to be an information desk of some some sort. Okay.
0: So then Fate is going to take out uh, his grimoire and the, I guess, the black card that was given to us by Ognum that makes us residents. And he's not going to present them to them, but he's just kind of holding them out where they can be seen and goes up to the information desk and is asking, hello, um, I am looking uh, for a place to purchase uh, some, some spells to add to my or more.
5: The person sitting at the chair. And at first, you think it's just a a human with a shaved head, but as you get closer, your, their features seem more and more static and less uh, less organic. And when you get closer, you realize this is an automaton of some kind that has been carved into the general resemblance of a a human man, and it stares blankly forward. And it goes, "Welcome to the Enclave of Wizardry Information Desk, Operator. <laughs> How can I help you, Operator? If you'd like to talk to an." Operator, please wait until the end of the menu. For drink orders, say one. For food orders, say two. For a schedule of upcoming events, for wizards in your area, say three. For new member registration, say four. For upcoming musical acts scheduled to play in the courtyard, Say five. If you'd like to hear this list again, say star. Say,
2: say four. He said new mages.
0: Say four. Representative? Four.
5: No, nothing. Hello. Welcome to <laughs> the Enclave four. of four. Wizardry four. Information four. Desk. <laughs> if you'd like to talk to a representative, please wait until the end of this list. Oh my god! For a drink order, say one. For a food order, say two. For a list of upcoming... <laughs> fuck, what was here <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought you had it written down. Damn, you have been uh, for phone whatever the fuck way. three was, because I forgot, say three. For new member registration, say four. four. <laughs> oh, welcome new members. Please present your citizenship yeah. registration...
0: Uh, and I hand him my card.
5: And he takes it from you and slides it into his mouth. What he v- vibrates kind of visibly for a couple of seconds, and then you hear a, a ding go off somewhere in the distance. The card slides back out. He hands it to you. It's moist. It's weird. It's a fucking automaton. <laughs> it shouldn't be moist, but that shit is moist. It's not, like, oily. It does feel a little slippery.
0: Who's the closest party member to me? I'm going to try and wipe it on them. Uh, y'all
5: y'all <laughs> tell me. I thought the rest of these guys were standing outside yep. until Eldrin started shouting.
0: Uh, l- l- personally suspected uh, Baba I'm trying to wipe it off on Baba on his fur because it'll absorb and dry
5: it off G- give me a sleight of hand check
0: ah, <laughs> that one that's what you get <laughs> You slide it on yourself. <laughs> I, I just drop it on myself.
5: <laughs> so you go to slide it and try to nonchalantly wipe it on Baba's shoulder, but you drop it, and it skitters down his back and slides into his loincloth. Uh, hey, Baba, what is what is the downstairs situation with Baba?
3: Wait,
4: why did why did, why did a one end up worse for me? <laughs> he the one; it ended worse for me. <laughs>
5: <laughs> is it a, a loincloth? Is it pants? Is it like a kilt situation?
4: <laughs> no, it's like a kilt. It's just animal skin, and it's but it's longer, though. Longer, like, down the middle.
5: Okay, so it's like a shin-length kind of leather kiltish pelty situation? Yeah. yeah. I'm assuming in any kilt situation, your tail is not the only thing swinging <laughs> loose and free, so the moist card... <laughs> <laughs> Drags down the coin slot and then clatters to the ground underneath you. <laughs>
0: all right. So Fate's going to step on it and drag his foot back closer to him like you do when you see money on the ground. You just
5: That's going to require you sticking your leg in between Babas.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's fine. I'm just going to step on it and drag my foot back across, trying to wipe all that off on the ground.
5: Baba, you want to go ahead and give me a perception check? No, there's no need to give me a perception check. You felt something funky just drag across your ass, and your <laughs> feet is right behind you, trying to slide a sandaled foot over. <laughs>
4: I'm gonna punch him. I'm gonna punch him. All right, that's fair. I'm a recklessly <laughs> punch him. Whoa. Whoa.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Are you punching him? Let's be perfectly there.
4: Matter of fact, not just punch.
0: I'm. It's a claw. Oh no, no, <laughs> shield. Oh no. <laughs> <The> shield.
5: <laughs> what if that's what's happening right now? Uh, I'm gonna react and use shield. Here's what happens. Baba you claw fate for how much? A Twenty on the attack. Okay. Twenty would hit prior to the shield. So walk me through what the where you're clawing him at.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Can I retcon? Can I retcon?
5: <laughs> no. Much like your missed perception check, this ship has fucking sailed, my no. friend. No,
0: no, not that. I just want to re- on the shield.
5: No. That, much like your misperception check, this ship has sailed, my friend. Baba, as you went to claw at him, where were you clawing at?
4: So I attempted, I'm trying to claw at his chest because I want to claw and kind of push him away from me
0: as well. I just kind of flail my arms up in a completely defensive, try and block the, and conjure up uh, magical force in front of me and also scream not the face
5: (laughs) are you activating your not the face mask yes yes
0: Okay. I am casting shield and screaming, not the face, not the face, not the face.
5: Okay. <laughs> As this goes down, all f- six of the automatons, which were at the desk, stand up. And while all, the, all there's the one facing you, the others were facing out in other directions. However, the ones that were facing directions, only their heads pivot and lock on to Baba. All their eyes turn red and you hear a single voice come out of them saying, We have detected a potential threat to a card-carrying member of the Wizards Enclave. Member, do you require assistance?
0: Uh, 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 no. No? No. You're
2: gonna get him killed by robots.
5: Then, while the Wizard Enclave supports a robust and jovial wizard community, we would ask you refrain from horseplay or arcane trickery in the common area. This has considered your first warning and will go down on your permanent record. Have a nice day. And at which point they all sit down, (laughs) disarmed from their dead 209 RoboCop situation.
4: Now I'm definitely going to get something to drink. (laughs) (laughs) I'm leaving. I'm going to get something to drink. I'm headed to the lucky lady.
5: (laughs) The automaton then turns back over to you, Fane, and goes, Welcome to the Enclave of Wizardry. Is there something I can help you with? Fate spell purchasing for which school?
0: evocation.
5: Please proceed to the evocation tower at the eastern end of the courtyard. Okay. Have a nice day. Okay.
0: (laughs) All right. so yeah, head to the eastern tower, the evocation tower.
5: Okay, as you approach the tower, you can tell, again, they all look a little bit different. The illusion tower shifts in the light and its appearance changes regularly. The abjuration tower clearly has a fucking force field around it. The charm tower is mostly mirrors for some fucking reason. The evocation tower Definitely looks like it's it's held together by magic, but it looks as if over time it has been reconstructed over the years after portions of it have been <laughs> blown out and then put back together. So like the base of it is a, a gray kind of basalt similar to the construction of the central hub. Then it goes up and you have about a floor and a half at an at an angle of obsidian meshed in within is some steel plating that goes up another two or three stories. So it looks like about 10 different towers which have been cobbled together and over time has pieces of this get blown off as a side effect of the evocation experiments which occur within its halls. You are able to make your way in, find your way over to the gift shop, and a lovely elven woman looks up from her reading and goes, yeah, can I help you?
0: Uh, yes, ma'am. I was looking to purchase some spells. Got your membership card with you there, son. I do, and show it to her.
5: Oh, that's fantastic. Well, welcome, Oh, a new member. Welcome. Uh, what, are you, what are you looking for?
0: In particular, I was hoping to get my hands on a part of a wonderful spell named uh, Chromatic Orb, uh, mm-hmm. um, and I believe there's something by the wizard, uh, Melf? Melf is his name? It's pretty famous. Uh, Melf's mm-hmm. Acid Arrow?
5: Yes, yes, there's, there's a Melf. Everybody's heard of Melf. He yeah. did, yeah, he did, yeah. he did wizardry for a while, but then he started Melp. made so much fucking money on that, and got out of wizardry completely, and now it's, it's all intranet now, work that he does, yeah.
0: Right. So I just wasn't sure whether or not it was going by Melf's or Melps acid arrow. So No,
5: he still he still holds the license okay. on it. He's be ugh a guy. Uh anyway, so yeah, okay. So she goes, Okay, that'd be um that's gonna be hundred and fifty gold. Ooh. But Ooh. I mean we we could we could play we we could play wizard duel real quick if you want. Uh
0: wizard duel I'm not familiar. Um
5: Oh you guys don't have Wizard Duel. Like, are you You're from, you're from Newark, aren't you? You got, you got, you got a little bit of a bookish look to you. Uh,
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes, I am.
5: Did you you go, did you go to Yal Havar? I I did not. Oh, oh, the, uh, the Institute then. No. You went to the Institute.
0: No, no, I went to, uh, I went to Corallon Majors Academy. Surely you've heard of it. I'm sure where? Uh, Mages Majors Academy. CMA. CMA. i I turn around and show her my cloak.
5: That's definitely a cloak. Uh, I'm not... I, I, you know, I'll, I'll take your word for it. It's not ringing Whoa. any bells, sorry. Uh, so it's, it's a really simple game. Best two out of three. We go one, two, three, shoot. And then we cast a elemental cantrip. And it's, uh, it's a pretty simple deal. Uh, if you, I mean, do you know, do you, you know the, uh, well, you don't know the wizard duel cantrip here. She hands you a little scroll that's got the wizard duel cantrip on okay. it that she will give it to you for free. And it's basically an arcane version of rock, paper, scissors. Okay. You know, uh, water beats fire, fire beats earth, earth beats air, air beats water. What about lightning? Electricity. <laughs> <laughs> Is he a friend of yours? Um, friend's
3: a strong word.
5: More like a work associate? Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of work associates around here.
5: There's no lightning in, in Wizard Duel. There's just the four.
3: Oh, I thought it was going to be something like a uh, big trouble and little. I'm Child. sorry. What is that? Where's China? Where, where? I'm
5: sorry. Where? It's not what far is from you, what here. Just it's
3: the mushrooms. Yeah. Just a okay. yeah.
5: yeah. yeah. Oh wait, is that the one with Kirk Russell with the guys and uh, has like the has like the big ogre and the uh, the guy with the lightning and he shoots the wind? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, we're, we're getting there. Yeah, yeah, No, I've I've seen that. Weren't they going to remake that with The Rock? What? I never heard that. The Rock, he's an elemental. He started in pro wrestling, and now he's like a huge fucking action star. The guy's really kind of amazing, I'll be honest with you. Nobody thought he had that much range, but who knew? Fuck.
0: <laughs> All right. See, fantasy. <laughs> So if I win, do I get both of the spells? No charge.
5: No, you get it for fifty. You get them fifty okay. percent off. It's a d- okay. discount. Okay. And if you lose, then you mm. pay double.
0: Whoa, whoa. Um, so. <laughs> You lose, you don't pay at
5: all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you understand how gambling works, yes, right? I do.
0: But I—that's—I was just not prepared for that extreme of a return on the losing side. I just figured you tell me I still pay full price if I lose.
5: Oh no no no! There's where, where do I get out of that?
0: <laughs>
5: you see, if you lose, then you pay more, and I keep that money.
0: Um, uh, hey, you what you get what you get out of that is a sale. Whereas, if you, as the way it currently stands, I can't do that.
5: Yeah, honey, I I don't I don't work on commission. Gotcha you there. Okay. Fair enough. So, I'm an associate in the guild. I I do mid-level research on etheric teleportation dispersion across different types of materials. You know, there's some concern especially when you're teleporting say that
0: five times fast.
5: I can't even remember what I said. <laughs> That's the problem with improving and having fucking short-term memory issues. I, I took a uh, an elementium uh, steel bar to the fucking forehead as a child. I've got problems.
0: <laughs> Do okay. it. Do it. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> no, no nope. Nope. Remember, remember, remember how I did it earlier and I only got one extra HP? I'm just going to pay. I've got the money.
2: I think you've gotten all your bad rolls out of the way.
0: Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, no, I doubt that. Wait, 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 I wait, wait, seriously wait, wait, doubt wait. that. We're going to pay. I'm just going to pay and we're Get done. Get him
2: to play dice. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, no, I am I am not going to... <laughs> correction, you are not going to tempt <laughs> fate, and I'm just going to pay uh, the 150 gold. Thank you. I'll take my spells, please. Uh,
5: she pulls down two standard guild-issue scrolls uh, for the spells that you were looking Chromatic Orb and Mel's Acid Arrow or Minute Meteors? How much gold did this old what's name, old fate have?
2: I mean, he didn't spend it on potions like you did and then um, not
0: get the discount. No. So. Yeah, I had enough. So yeah, um yeah, and it was a uh, Acid Arrow. I, I would take Minute Meteors, but we'll we'll come back for that later.
5: Uh you know, there's a package discount if you want to buy them together.
0: What, uh, all right, what's the total price if I get all three?
5: I uh, I'd I I would uh say 275 for both (sighs)
0: yeah i don't have enough for that so yeah we'll just take two
5: well you know we we like we like to give our members a discount i
0: I appreciate the attempt man but just uh my funds my funds are still somewhat limited
5: yeah have you scheduled your uh your community service for the guild yet Uh oh wait what did you you went through the full registration process up at the front desk right you didn't just give Uh,
0: i i did everything to. the automaton told me to do,
5: and then it sent me here. Did it? Did it get interrupted for some reason? What? No, of course not. Okay, well, heard, normally it takes you through the whole process, and there's a disclaimer, and like there's a whole deal. You've got to do a certain number of communities hours of community service for the guild uh, once uh, every uh, quarter or so. We got a lot of different options, a lot of good, different oh. things that we can do. We've got your address. We'll send you a scroll. Uh-uh. We'll be in touch then. Oh.
0: Okay. All right. I'll uh, keep an eye out for that. Fantastic.